0: Cheers. Queers. Tears.
1: For fears. Peers. Leers. Shears. Hears. Beers. Ooh, I like this game. <laughs> it's lasting way too many years. Daddy, what's your safe <laughs> word? <laughs> Time goes by so slowly. <laughs> uh. Welcome back to
0: What's Your Safe Word? I'm Amp.
1: I'm miss Christopher.
0: And today...
1: What are we doing?
0: We're putting a Q and an A and shaking it all up and then pouring it into a glass and drinking it and then eventually letting our body digest it and then so finding a piss play body. Basically, and just you don't know either. Great. You on could just top say that. The- <laughs> no, today we are answering your cues, And A's? With our A's. Yeah. Um, I figured we'd do another uh, Q and A episode. We we okay. do t- general topics every once in a while that have like question and answer portions. But like every once in a while, I like to just have a Q and A episode just to be silly and quirky. And also, I think we're getting to the end of season three of the podcast. So oh, really? Like, yeah, we we are almost at seventy five episodes. Does that thing. mean
1: we get a uh, summer break?
0: That means we get a like. I'll give us a week off. You give us as, a as week. As the boss, oh, I will give us a week. Thank off. you,
1: boss puppy. <laughs> Oh wow. <laughs>
0: uh, I can, or maybe two you can get two. You know what I'll find, a, I'll, find I'll find a guest wow. and uh, I've got some friends that would love to be on the pod.
1: I don't know what I would do with my time truthfully.
0: <laughs> really, you don't know what you'd do with an hour, no, hour back because this is
1: so fun to do. It's like a vacation oh, every save, week.
0: Good save, good save. <laughs> Speaking of, we're going on our first vacation for the first time in forever. Well, is it a vacation? Um, it's not really a vacation so much as a checking up on family because
1: it's a belated family. Mother's Day gift to that both too, our mothers. That too, but
0: um, we just we need to see some family for you know how
1: how it goes. It's um, gonna be our first plane ride. So, oh yeah, like in over a year and a half. Should I push the T button? Do you have T for this? I don't have tea for that specifically, but um Yeah, go for it. and pants. Not offensive
0: tea.
1: Okay. So you are going to probably appreciate this more than our listeners. But um because you're an editor. Unless some are listeners are editors. I
0: love when you give us a really big lead up to it and, and then we're either very disappointed or confused. Go.
1: <laughs> Welcome to dad tea. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You're either very disappointed oh or confused. going to sit my dad tea. <laughs> anyway, so I I do lots of shoots every week and I, I run multiple cameras. Um, and in order to sync the cameras when you're editing, you have to do Uh, a loud noise so you Uh can see visually the audio cues and
0: and i love that we have a clapper back there but we never use it anyway continue
1: yeah so uh oh yeah that's what those things are for actually it's for audio because audio didn't used to record to video yeah so they they were recording separately the audio on a different tape and so they would clack it with the yeah Thing so you could visually see where to sync up the audio. Yeah, but now when you're running two cameras that still record audio, you have to <laughs> clap. Yes, so you can visually see it, and then you can have the audio marks go up and down.
0: Okay, I'm loving this this, <laughs> this audio uh, lesson that I am already very aware of, but I, I appreciate it. I'm sure our audience loves this.
1: So when you do the clap, usually as the director or something, you somebody else does it, but like once in a while, I for I forget to do the clap. Oh but no! But then sometimes, and then that's just an editing nightmare because then I have to deal with it or give it to you to edit, uh. Uh, and then it's just a nightmare for you. <laughs> but what? Either way, it's a nightmare. What's funny to me is I often forget that the models I um, am shooting um, sometimes don't have the ability to clap. <laughs> But I yell, can you give me a clap anyway? And they're like. "Mm, mm, mm." (laughs) So then I have to put the camera down, which then you have to put the camera down to clap. And now you're not in the line of sight. It is hard to do the clap by yourself. Have you ever noticed that?
0: If you have the clap, please get tested. You know, get, get tested. This <laughs> is a reminder for everyone to get tested as we start to open back up. Um, it's very easy to do.
1: So my dad T is to make sure that you do the clap before you tie the model down and start rolling.
0: If you're kinky and you know it, clap your oak. Oh.
1: <laughs> oh my god, this is a perfect shirt for that. Did you not did you no. not realize you were wearing? Okay. No. Also, go to
0: uh, today's episode is sponsored by uh, ourselves. Go to safewordshop.com We have a new T-Rex t-shirt that has a T-Rex and a harness that I, that I, says if you're kinky, you know it clap your and obviously T-Rex big head, little arms can't clap shit.
1: So they go, "Oh. Oh, but it, this isn't T-Rex. This is Gay Rex." Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's that's fine too. We we have be uh, gay. <laughs> And can't clap his hands The LGBT Rex Do you remember that song? If you're kinky and you know it Clap your Well
0: that's That's not That's not No That's not (laughs) Anyway How are all of you doing? Have you I hope you're You're Staying safe. I, I see more and more people getting vaccinated out there, which is lovely and means that we're almost uh, getting to that point where we're able to go out and about a little bit more regularly. Like, for instance, we're both vaccinated now and we've had a few weeks. So Ooh. we're able to travel.
1: That's my second dad tea. I was leading up for it. Now I don't know what to do with the mask when I'm outside. Daddy, do- wait. No, no, no. Still wear it. No, still no, wearing. I do. I do. But here in San Francisco, they've they've downgraded it so that you don't have to wear it outside in public. So now Now um, if you're just walking down the sidewalk by yourself, you don't have to wear a mask. So now I wear it down. So now my mask has become just a beard holder (laughs) because it's right under and now it smashes my beard. (laughs) So now I have flat beard all the time. And you know what? You're not dead. So like (laughs) please keep wearing it. I'm not complaining. I just don't know what to do. And then I don't know if I need to put it up every single time. And yeah. I'm very confused. I'm going to take the the
0: lead here and say. If all else fails and you're unsure, just wear the mask. We, I, we, I do. No, I know. I know. I'm just saying for a general audience. Um, We went to a bar for the first time, a leather bar oh in God, leather crazy. with other kinky people this weekend. It was, a, it was an outdoor-only space. Yes. It was this little art walk in this tiny alleyway within the Soma District of San Francisco. Yes. It was well-organized. Everyone had to have masks. You couldn't go in the bar without a mask you could only sit with the people you were with and have the mask off. Like It was super well done, and it was just a nice kind of, not normal, but, but it a was small community thing that was just nice to see.
1: It was so great just to see everyone again. Just, yeah. Just like they're live. It's not through Zoom. It's not through Facebook. It's not through, they're, they're still live. My alive. favorite Yay. thing, though. My what? favorite
0: thing was the second you saw someone new, first, you'd be like, oh my God, it's so nice to see you. Second, I'm vaxxed. Or you would say, yeah. I'm not um, and like Actually, nobody's at.
1: saying they're not vaxed. Well, that's so. true. San Francisco is probably 80% vaxxed at this point.
0: Well, and everyone within the United States, as of last week, I think the stats said somewhere around like 40% of people have their first shot. And I think somewhere around 30% of the U.S. have both shots. So like people 30% are fully vaccinated. So we're getting there.
1: It's amazing. Please
0: still wear your masks. We're going to get back to a a more normal normal. Um, But even then... I'm still gonna wear a mask when I'm not feeling great, or when I'm oh, going I'm on an airplane. On the airplane or, on Friday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I'm still gonna wear my mask. I just, I, I, I do not remember the last time I have been sick, like sick. sick. Oh,
1: that's been actually one of the perks, right? So that we yeah. haven't, we like neither DVD. of us got a cold this, this year.
0: No, like I had days where I was just like I felt like I had a headache, or I was just tired. But then, like you, you looked at it and it was like, oh, that's because I just worked a a fucking 16 hour day.
1: <laughs> Ironically, the only times we were sick this year is when we got vaxxed after, yeah, after it. yeah. Well, and that's the other <laughs> thing. Because our body was fighting. Yeah.
0: So like people that still haven't gotten vaxxed, like yeah. you're going to get there. Just be patient, but like, make sure that you plan for, if you're gonna get a the double day. shot. Yeah. To take that sick day afterwards, yeah. be kind to yourself. You know, don't, don't push yourself, especially as you're getting vaxxed. Like, otherwise it's been pretty low key as far as any symptoms, I feel like we've talked about this at length at this point, and we even have an episode coming out.
1: I'm sorry, what'd you call me? Ad nauseum.
0: Speaking of today, today's ad is no. Is <laughs> <It's> by nauseum. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I also like. Okay, here's here's my my tea. Ooh, pup tea, pup tea. So we went to the bar. Um, we were with a, a very small knit group of people that we've been seeing constantly. It's it's our pod. It's, it's our, our pod. Little um, and we took a photo in front of the bar with just us, and then somebody in the DMs was like, wow, can't believe you guys didn't come over and say hello to me. I was standing in the corner all by myself. I was the guy in
1: the by myself and in the back.
0: So here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> I don't care if you are someone that is popular, quote-unquote popular in a, a media space or a, a social sphere. If I'm wearing a mask and sunglasses, I'm not looking for – I can't see people. You can't see if I'm emoting things. Please be kind to each other as well as we get more into a social sphere. Like, if someone's wearing a mask, they and they're not emoting, they're not talking. It's also very hard to hear people. Like, mm. no, no disrespect to anyone who feels left out in these social spaces, but we're all just getting back into it. Yeah, it is never a personal thing. If if you don't get talked to at a bar, it's not because someone doesn't like you. They might not see you in in the, a a. a, a, a.
1: Hey. Bars are dark. And you don't know how to approach actually strangers <laughs> yeah. at this point, too. You're not sure that you should.
0: Yeah, especially people I don't know. I don't want to freak someone out if I'm wearing a mask, sunglasses, in a in a even in a public space. It's so, it's so it um it's so odd when yeah, someone so comes we, up to you and they're like, excuse me, and you're just like, Oh, what did I do? Did I did I cough? Did I sneeze? Did I have And like, I'm so and I get PTSD it because we were we were having
1: it. a good time and we were talking to the people that we knew and we knew um, were, we're safe and we were just enjoying ourselves, right? So I get how you could feel like we um, were ignoring them or something. Well, I think it's just
0: in a general in a general. Like no one's ignoring you. You're just—we're all very new to this again. I
1: guarantee, had they come up to us and said, "Hey, I've seen your show," like we would have talked. Well, yeah, a lovely conversation. I'm just saying, introduce themselves. That's all you need to do.
0: Yeah, no, agreed. I'm just saying in general, like, just be kind to each other because, like, we're all a little PTSD with social interactions right now. Mm-hmm. And I would absolutely love to see everyone that I haven't seen in forever and say hi. And this is not even shade toward this person that felt left out. I apologize if you felt left out, but it was nothing personal, mm-hmm. you know. So we all just got to move forward slowly but surely and just be kind to each other. That That's my tea today. Be kind to each other. And also, come say hello. Just make sure you wear your mask, please. <laughs> yeah. You know. I' mean, never I am never rude to people if they come up and say hi, hello, I love your shit and I'm, I'm always like very thankful. <laughs> I'm, th- I'm so thankful that people enjoy what we do, regardless yeah. if it's video games or Instagram pictures or the porn shit or the, the being able to clap with your hands tied like that's a skill, you know.
1: If you're kinky and you know a clap your oh, oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Well we had anyway I I, I appreciate your tea. I appreciate y'all being here. I listening. appreciate your tea. I appreciate having three seasons of this podcast and still being able to do it and not run out of stories. It's been crazy. Have
1: we not run out of stories? yet? I'm sure we. Probably I feel told like a we, few we're starting to cycle a couple of them.
0: Which ones? Mm. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but that's why we do podcasts every once in a while that are Q&A because that gives us, us a new kind fresh, of fresh perspective fresh on maybe something we haven't talked about. That is the hardest part about content creation in my own personal opinion is some days you just don't know what the fuck you're going to film. Yeah. And and you just got to wait. We have to do something. Okay. what, what What's the topic going to be on? Uh, what's what's relevant at the time? What is appropriate? What What's not going to like trigger people? You know. And and so today we're just doing a good old Q and A, which stands for
1: Daddy, uh, question and ask. Close, close, close enough. Thank you. The first question. Uh, did you have anything else
0: before? Any other catch no, up, no, any no, other receipts, no, Any other
1: housekeeping? Oh no, no, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. Yeah. Are, are you sure? I, I, I'm pretty good. Yeah. How good?
0: <laughs> Very. <laughs> The first question comes from a talented tiger who says, how tough really is daddy? If it's not po- too personal,
1: of course, how tough, how am tough I? are you? girl? I'm so tough. <laughs> Wait, what does the word tough even mean? Like, Masculine. The way the Q&As work,
0: um, there's no follow-up questions generally. <laughs> no, um, but we're not experts on everything. You have to define it for me. We're not
1: doctors. What is, what is tough? Is it the image that you portray? Oh, good question. Or is it being able to take a lot of impact play? Is it... So with these questions. Uh, I will sit here and you can call me names and I won't cry. What do you what do, you want?
0: Well, what do you, How do you how do you take that? I think that's a good question, but like how would you how would you take that? Cuz like when you talk about like for instance we had that that conversation about submission, how do you how do you gauge dominate uh, dominate, dominate. Uh, dominate domination, I was going to say, but I meant dominance.
1: Well, I think that's going to be a whole another podcast as domination, but um I think that probably because of the, what we do on social media and portraying caricatures of ourselves. So we, we portray these sides in images. And a lot of them are me being like smoking a cigar, being hi- hyper-masculine and, and leather wrist cuffs. And I love l- this
0: character. Look at boy. What is his name? Look at
1: <laughs> Tough Daddy. <laughs> this is Tough Daddy right now. I'm giving you some real Tough Daddy realness. But that's just one side, right? Sure. So th- then, what's the other side? <laughs> the the, no, the, the soft one daddy? where the puppy rules everything I do. The dorky daddy who's dorky daddy that's on Twitch, going. Oh my god, I don't know how to play video games. What the hell is this? By the way, you're welcome. <laughs> why? Why is Donkey Kong new again? <laughs> Donkey Kong. No, why is the puppy still better at Donkey Kong than you? So me laughing with you on a podcast and during Twitch and stuff i don't think that's very tough but um when are i get saying in, I'm ruining your rep yeah you totally <laughs> are ruining my tough rep out there damn it and another image i portray is um and what i do is i sub so and i put those images out all the time i'm i'm like tied up i'm serving somebody um they're being tough um so I don't know how to answer that question. I guess I'm tough in spurts. How's that?
0: Okay. Let's let's give it a number. Like from zero to 10, like kind of like how we did submission. Like where do you, you, you said you were an 85% sub. Like you're able to get that deep into that subspace. How do you, how tough, how dumb do you think you can get from zero to 10?
1: Oh, I can get like, I can get tough, man. I can get real tough. Yeah. I can go ninety five percent tough. I don't. I don't know how to gauge this question. Come on, <laughs> but can I can I take a beating and keep going? Like I like impact play. I can take. I can take a single tail on my back. Is that tough? Yeah. C- can you?
0: I don't want to. Then you're not tough. <laughs>
1: oh, oh, rude. <laughs> you can't just say that. But why is tough like the goal too? Uh, is tough mean you're a man? Because I don't think that's how we judge No, no 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 no, no, not at all. So I I mean I think softness is also desirable. I love a soft top. You like a soft top? Well,
0: not (laughs) like a soft taco.
1: (laughs) Get some Viagra and we can fix that.
0: (laughs) I mean soft like like affectionate.
1: Yeah, of course. Cuddles and 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 being Dominant dominant softly with
0: Doming them softly with your song.
1: Doming me softly with your and that's a
0: different wait. No, no.
1: Dumbing me softly, Dumbing Where was that song? Killing me softly oh, with. Yes, yes, that one, that one. That's that was what I was <laughs> referencing. But then, <laughs> <laughs> then you. And then I just butchered it. <laughs> well. Very toughly. Who though, sings right? that? <laughs> Very toughly. Who sings that? Uh, um. Ooh, ooh. The Fugees did a cover of it, but I don't remember the wow. original. What? Nothing. What? No, nothing big fan? No. Lauren Hill. Let's leave it to her. I'm then. saying it. Um,
0: <laughs> Next question. Wow. Comes from. I was trying to just be, be funny and you, you you not knowing the name of the band kind of ruined that joke. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> when
1: do I know the name of band? Comes from Lemming I'm Boy. I'm Why would I know oh, that? Oh,
0: no. That was a tough question. It was a tough question. <laughs> comes from Lemming Boy who asks, what Pokemon best represents Christopher Weston? Oh,
1: that's easy. I'm um, Bowser. <laughs> it's not a Pokemon. That's Mario. Uh, he's, a, he's a grump pig. I'm
0: a grump pig. A grump pig, yeah. Hey, that doesn't sound good. A grumpy, grumpy, grumpy is that tough? Pig. Oh, very tough. <laughs> okay, I'm a grump totally, pig. Totally, totally
1: tough. I like the word pig, so that, that works. What do they look like?
0: Uh, oh, you want to see a picture? Yeah. Sure. Okay, I'll, I'll pull up a picture while while you answer this. Next question. Um, ooh, this one comes from Gentle Thickness. And they ask, what's a good way for a dominant who's a bottom to show dominance while they are bottoming so how how can you show dominance when you bottom i th- i love all these dominance questions
1: <laughs> how do i show dominance when i'm like fuck me harder yeah, <laughs> yeah. well like how how are you able to be vulnerable fuck me like you hate me <laughs>
0: oh my god
1: how are you able to be vulnerable
0: in that space but still bottom and be a top
1: that wasn't the question. It was how What's to a good dominant, way for a dominant, not vulnerable,
0: who's a bottom, to show dominance and control while they're getting fucked?
1: Um, uh, you you could tie the top down and ride them. Oh, okay. Then you're in control and you're still bottoming. Like, like remember the, when you did that shoot and you tied someone up and you were in chastity? Yeah. And
0: see, now we're telling the stories again. <laughs>
1: Well, I mean, that's a gr- prime example. And he, he was like, no, but I'm the top. And you're like, no, you're not. I'm, I tied you up and I'm using you. And he's like, but you're in Jastity, so you're the bottom. And you're, and you're like, I'm doing all the work. <laughs> Posse puppy.
0: I mean, no, there, there's that. There's that. You could you could physically restrain them. I mean, so long as it's still consensual. And, and then kind of, uh, and that that's a fun like power play, um, almost re- reversing, you know, reversing the the dynamics a bit, but still being in a dynamic of sorts. Um, I mean, I like the comments underneath that. I'm just a dildo, sir. (laughs) So it's just, it's just being able to, to kind of be, you have to be a little bit versatile in that way to do it, obviously. Um, But I think being a good top, you have to be good at bottoming. So just practicing your bottoming skills, then being toppy when you can, and and just flipping it around. Is, oh, is, so yeah. so
1: basically, <coughs> me bottoming for someone. How do I stay dominant? Um, you could you could just continue uh, order them. like I always say, play with my nipples while I'm bottoming. Oh, okay, um, so giving commands, giving, giving small commands, commands, yeah,
0: until you are the top,
1: yeah, and you're commanding everything. But we're just enjoying Daddy's prostate right now. Oh, oh yeah. my, because he's tough, so tough. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, also here's Grumpig. I'm showing him a picture of Grumpig. That doesn't
1: look like. That looks like a mouse it's just with a pig nose. It literally piggy. has a mouse tail.
0: No, that's a pig. It's a squirrel. It's a, like a swirly pigtail. <sighs> Haven't you ever seen a pig before?
1: I don't think I want to be that. <laughs> Can the you next get a, question, a, a prettier. The one? next
0: question from Boy Joe asks: Do you have any favorite erotica?
1: Favorite erotica. Well, it's strangely, what actually turns me on more than um, is erotica books. Yeah, yes. <laughs> okay. Well, that's what oh, turns me on. Or erotica authors. Th- they ask. Or erotic authors. Um, I don't know a particular. Oh, so uh, what got me into pony play was um, Anne Rice's trilogy, uh, Beauty's Release. That that was. Probably a pivotal point for me as a young man in... in sure. ...turned me on. Uh, she went by Anne rolloqui at the time, but that's what got me into pony play.
0: Remember that, that thing where we were telling the same story a few different times? <laughs> do you want no, no. to know I just think it's funny. We keep saying that, but the, I do distinctly remember this story. The no, but The story I love that. of O, I
1: loved oh. as well. So you um, do like
0: erotic fiction.
1: Yeah, I, I prefer it over video and... um. Videos don't turn me on as much as reading Same. a scenario.
0: I can get into a, a video every once in a while, but why is that do you think? Like I like erotic fiction so much better or or and not so much fan fiction like stories that are built around characters that exist because that's just kind of strange for me sometimes to putting like teen wolf characters into that kind of situation because it's just not attractive and they're, they're like old college kids and it's just it's it's, it's I think it's, it's because
1: you build the the ideal fantasy in your own mind it's not somebody else's interpretation of what the fantasy is um so you're you're setting the mood and what the room looks like and and the color of the drapes <laughs> <laughs> the color <laughs> to the story. of the drapes <laughs> Oh, well, have you ever had tried to have sex in the room that had bad drapes? I, sure. I mean, I just, I can't. No, I can't get
0: it actually, up. no, I can't. Um, <laughs> what? Well, so yeah, I want to go back to this, actually, because this is an interesting question. Like, why does fiction work better for some people than others? Like, for instance, and I don't know how true these stats are. I forget exactly where it comes from, but I do remember reading that, like, women get off to erotic fiction more, more often, um, and men watch porn because men are generally more visual. Um, yeah. But I would also argue that, like, Women love watching gay porn. And personally, I don't like watching porn at all just because I've done so much of it. When you see how the sausage is made, it does make watching this, the the content a little Yeah, maybe harder. that's just
1: us because we, we produce it gay could porn. Be. So it could be. It could be. Um, so I, I, I appreciate the written word a lot better. And because um, a lot of the fantasies that I'm into are very extreme, like mm-hmm. slave camp kind of fantasies and that tends to be in the written form more than visual form. So I can find more much more many more writings to my proclivities than I can a video.
0: No I I, I can agree there and and there is there's bits and pieces of, of fiction that that you can kind of intersect or insert your own interests in how you're visualizing it, mm-hmm. which I think leads to it being a little bit more stimulating for some people. Um, but also like, it's so much easier as well for someone to write a scene, Mm. even if it's fan fiction for specific characters from a a series, than it would be to produce something or to draw it or to like make a video
1: of it in 3d or something. So when I was young, my porn was, um, there was a book called the man in the box, which was about this American prisoner of war that was caught and put in a cage in the middle of the village. And that turned me on. And then the, the other thing that I liked was the, uh, James Bond casino Royale. There's this scene where he's tied to this cane sh- chair and his balls are whipped that, that was my go-to. And it wasn't even like sexual. No, it wasn't. Yeah. no, 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 I Yeah. Like wild, wild West. I let, I always liked the torture scenes.
0: Interesting. Well, and then to all that, there's like, even in that instance, and you could say the same thing about uh, erotic fiction, the the sex isn't technically the pivotal moment. Like, yeah, there might be sex. Sometimes there's not sex at all. And it's just about the character development and the sexual tension, maybe, whether it's fan fiction or just erotic in in nature. Um, I've read plenty of like, I I remember reading Woof which was that that's the name of the book, uh, which is one of the first like puppy play erotic books. It it was kind of a how to, but it did have stories in the back that, that were sexy in their own ways, but each one of them kind of tackled puppy play from a different perspective. Um, I remember there were straight stories in there, gay stories, some that weren't even super descriptive, some that didn't even involve sex. And it was just like, uh, like fun training stories. Uh, And I think that's why I enjoy erotic fiction is because it's generally a bit more creative and it's not so cut and dry. And also, it's not just about the sex because porn is very much just about the sex a lot of the time. Woof. Exactly. (laughs) Nay. Nay. Nay, I say. Nay. I got to work on my pony voice. (laughs) (laughs) Nay. nay. hmm. Um, Lex asks, what's the best part
1: of puppy play? The best part? um, Waking up. No, puppy play. Um, In your cup. <laughs> it's a puppy in your cup. <laughs> hey, maybe. What is? Well, you answered this. What is your favorite part well, of? I was letting play? you tackle it first. because no, 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 You took the lead. No.
0: Um, I like that it's playful and doesn't take itself too seriously. Okay. And if you're looking for a longer discussion on puppy play, actually, um, I was on American Sex Podcast last week. We had a really good conversation. Oh, okay.
1: You? Uh, I. I didn't forget. <laughs> Puppy play is new to me via you, you, because you were into puppy play. Mm -hmm. So I actually like the love and affection that came with it. I like the headspace that you get into because you relax and... um, What's that supposed to mean? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And you have a very calm, happy vibe to you when you do. What's that supposed to mean? (laughs) So... Good boy. Good boy. Good
0: boy. That means I love you. Good boy. Um <laughs> Let's talk about that. Okay. Good boys. Good boys. What happened this weekend? <laughs> what do you mean? I mean, no, no. I mean you you were
1: getting all toppy with some good boys. I was. I had um a If you're allowed to share. I am. Okay. I I I, I had a boy uh named Leather Paladin. Uh, who came and vis- visited for the weekend, uh-huh. and uh, he was just a good boy. <laughs> but what what happened when you said "good boy" to this puppy? So he came before getting here. He's into hypnotism, oh. like you are. Uh huh. You he had already been implanted with a trigger that when he said the good uh, when the word "good boy." happened could you imagine if someone's trigger was good boy and you just keep saying it well that so the, so okay so good boy I, good, boy, I, good yeah, boy yeah boy, no. good boy so good boy. It, the trigger was when he says good boy <sighs> he pants right and he sticks his tongue all the way out mm-hmm. and he kept going uh-huh so, and I have a, I usually say good boy whenever the boy is good. <laughs> so, like, if you take my dishes to the sink, I'm going to say good boy. And so he's and then like, he's going to drop the dishes, <laughs> put his hands down <laughs> so on like, all saying,
0: fours and go <laughs> <laughs> in the broken glass.
1: So, and and so the trigger, there was no stop to it. So, I was able to, so we did a session and I added to his trigger that, He would stop panting whenever I either spit in his mouth or touched his tongue. Oh, okay. Uh, (laughs) You know, because. That old chestnut. Yeah. (laughs) Palatable. Otherwise, he would just keep going. And then, and I also added the trigger that his trigger only worked with people he trusted and he was playing with because I didn't want this to become a. Common thing that anyone on the street could say, "Good boy," and trigger him. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um That I don't. I kind of completed his trigger so that. Oh. Well, are you taking? Are you taking? I am get, take, you're I'm taking. Are taking responsibility? Now? No, because oh. no, no, no. I'm not taking clients for that, <laughs> but um I am being tough, daddy, because I'm looking out for him too. Because, you know, as you know in hypno, um, once you go under a lot of times you become very susceptible. You're easy to plunder. You are. You're very easy to <laughs> easy to plunder. So, um, yeah, I just want to make sure that he's safe no, I, and I, I love doesn't that. get triggered all over <laughs> getting on the plane if someone's like good boy. <laughs> But also flight attendants, why
0: don't you say "good boy" more often, please? Yeah, that'd be yeah give great. me give me a give me my bag of pretzels and say "good boy." Like, it doesn't
1: have to be gender specific either. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's, that's true. That's true. See, and that's my problem with a lot of hypno uh, audio files that people make to help people like get into it. Is it's always gendered. It's always yeah. gendered. And like, you don't need to be gendered to talk about dynamics around power play, regardless of it being like animal role play, like puppies or like sissification or like uh, I'm trying to think of other things that people are very like drones or uh, other other tropes in hypno yeah um, but that does bring a really good conversation our Q&A episodes are really answering the question kind of but then going on tangent so like that. <laughs> uh, thank That's you for your questions again
1: no but he, he I mean his pronouns were he him and he goes by boy so it was a yeah thing, yeah, so. no I'm not worried about that okay can you just say good boy five times in a row good boy good boy good boy good boy good boy
0: Wonderful. I did want to say though, when it comes to hypno, like
1: if if you're listening to Leather <laughs> Paladin, I am just so sorry for what the puppy just made me do to you. So, made as <laughs> so, if you're not getting some so, sort of satisfaction out of it. No, so no. Tell me you're, you're not sitting getting there some. No, no, no. Panting right now. <laughs> and daddy's not there to touch your tongue. <laughs> what am um. I to? <laughs> uh. Put put a, a
0: trick. If you send a video of you panting to daddy, and he. Boops it on the the, the phone, then then it it goes off. Okay, cool. You're getting very sleepy. Poor oh, leather pal- Paladin. well You're, well, I, I, you're I a mean puppy. I am not mean. Yeah, I just have fun. <laughs> um, but also he's only doing it because he trusts you, which is very endearing. Right. Anyway, yeah. I w- anyway. I want to say something. No, what? what? No, okay, <laughs> go ahead.
1: It's your show. Go for it.
0: I just want to say that if you're getting into hypno, I feel like we've done plenty of hypno-related things, but just make sure you're doing it with people that you trust and. Also, just help yourself mentally and just make sure that you're doing that, like, CBT, not, not cock and bull torture, but cognitive behavioral oh, therapy. Like, I'm, I'm all into this. No, 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 no. <laughs> cognitive behavioral therapy where you are checking your own psyche as you're doing this kind of stuff and making mm. sure that you're just kind of checking checking yourself, checking your bases, making sure that you're not doing anything you don't want to do, that everything's
1: being good, GGG, consent. Yeah, because that kind of, there was a red flag because when he came out, he had no memory of the session or what had happened. Um, which you and can he cons- truly did it.
0: sent to having that kind of play, <laughs> but I'm just, that is a, re- that is a flag that you should just so, be wary yeah. of. And obviously just do it with people you trust. Um, because that is getting into the mind and, and the mind is a, you know, once you go under, you're easy to plunder. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Is that a new understand. bumper sticker now? I don't know. I don't know.
0: <laughs> Next question. I think we I think we answered that one pretty well. I, I see a t-shirt coming. <laughs> <laughs> is it just a puppy that says good boy? With, with no, like it's hip no a hippo
1: wheel that says "Once you go under.
0: Oh, God, no. Then you're going to put people under at the bar. Next question from Jason D. Brown. A number of men have issues around penis size, and there seems to be shame associated with a small penis. What advice can you give to those people? That is a... That is a very large question considering the topic being uh, about size. Um, I would say own it, you know. The, oddly enough, the the podcast we just did with Sonny was about uh, a lot of humiliation play and mm-hmm. psychological play. And I think it's a very complicated topic. So please, I, I recommend going to listen to that because it's a really, really fun conversation who, with someone who's very well trained in sex and education and also just like the psychological stuff behind it. But a lot of those people that are into humiliation, um, let's say for instance, if you're into like being, you know, cucked or cuckolded or told you have a small dick, mm-hmm. um, people that own that have a really hard time being made fun of. I mean, they still could mm-hmm. be made fun of, but like owning that insecurity about yourself and bringing that to the table as something that you want and you get power from, you actually in some cases can kind of build a a wall against Actually, being harmed from that that humiliation. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, like, you're 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 owning it.
1: Yeah. But also, um, everybody comes in different shapes and, and sizes. Oh yeah. And what I find, so I also have a very, um, I don't think of my penis as small, but it is oddly shaped in that it goes to to the left, mm. and lots of times bottoms I'm playing with are larger than me, um, which could easily make me feel feel self-conscious. It's really how you use it and it's also um sex is not just all about physical. Um sure it's great to look at and feel the other person's body, but a lot of successful and enjoyable sex is really personality driven. So w- if you're thinking that you have a shortcoming because of a physical appearance, that's going to come across in, in how you present yourself and your confidence levels. Whereas if you just own it and say, hey, this is who I am. This is how I'm built. Um, we can still have fun with it. Then uh, trust me, you're going to have a lot more enjoyable sex. Oh, no sure. matter who you're engaging with.
0: Oh, also, there's someone out there that loves your like mm-hmm. you are the ideal dick size and for them. And
1: believe them when they tell you that. The yeah. other thing is, large dicks are not always comfortable, oh. especially if you're giving blowjobs and you're not into choking. It's it's not a great thing. <laughs> I still have a sore
0: throat from a stick. Oh my god. Oh, that's, that's true. why my, ne- my that's why my neck was sore. The other day we did a oh. we did. Again, we did a vaxxed.
1: shoot with Christian Wilde who's bigger than um Most people. <laughs> lots of people. Most people. And I'm
0: not saying that to shame Christian, although if I did shame Christian, <laughs> I would do it with consent.
1: No, no, shame Christian for his very large How penis. How
0: dare you have a large dick. Um but it was just that we, we we did some scenes again on the OnlyFans. You can you can find that pretty easily. Um and it it the, the day after, I'm still like a few days later, my neck was sore. <laughs> You yeah, because he is a very I mean yeah. I'm not bad at at sucking dick, but like it's a big dick.
1: Well, and it's worse than when you're shooting porn too. It's just kind of like a ramrod. It's not the sensual that if you were one on one with someone.
0: Feels like you got strep the next day sometimes. Yeah, it's like my the- lymph nodes were inflamed as all fuck. Anyway, the question being, what do you do with a small dick? You pa- you own it? You are, empower yourself. You find people that want you for who you are.
1: There's a reason anal training kits come in three sizes. Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> if you have a smaller dick, you go first. You you warm up that bottom. <laughs> well, if you're an orgy, maybe you... <laughs> I mean...
0: But also there are toys um, that you can... I mean, that's another thing is in a topic for an episode coming up that we're doing. What's a safe word is like sex toys, how to work them in, when to work them in, why to work them in. Using toys is not failing in sex. If you're really good at using certain toys or maybe you like using large dildos on your partner, no, one, no one's the size of a Mr. Hankey's toy. But some people really like Mr. Henke's toys. Yeah. If you're really good at using toys or if you're really into fisting, like, that's other skills that people cannot bring to the table. What you're born with, your genetics, like, that's something you, you can't change, but you can absolutely work with it and use it to your advantage.
1: Yeah. I agree.
0: Well, that was a good answer. We did good a good answer. Yeah, good job. Good yeah. good job. Us. We're good so job. tough. I love I love congratulating ourselves on answering questions. <laughs> we're tough. Is, we're that, tough. is that okay? Great. We answer the tough questions. Oh, I like this. Oh God. Yes. Hulking asks: Have you ever lost a key to a lock for uh, a collar we'll or see, cage? We've already told another? this, story. Let, me, already let me this story. let me read the question. Let me read the question. And if so, have you ever had to DIY lockpick? Ooh. What's what's DIY lock bit?
1: Is that a service you can call? I, don't, I would, I don't li- I would so. like that service. I don't think so. I
0: think uh <laughs> I think more so they're asking, how'd you get the lock off? Did you do
1: I've had to use bolt cutters before, yes. Oh mm-hmm. on your own lock? No, on somebody else's. Um But it's not that hard. It, it, uh, a good a good trick is also to, to uh, slide a piece of cardboard cardboard between The skin and the chain where the lock is, Uh you have to cut it off, um, and then uh, use the bolt cutters on the Okay, well, (laughs) that's good
0: advice, just to make sure you cushion and pad that.
1: Um, Now, when it comes to chastity, that's a problem. Says someone else who also lost the keys to their own chastity
0: once because they gave it away to somebody else. I technically
1: didn't lose them. I misplaced
0: them. Technically, you were cruising, so you got the guy's number, thank God. So... So the DIY here is prove the person that you're having sex with.
1: (laughs) So the story, quick recap. We were selling chastity cages. I was wearing one that was locked on me, and I had the key in my right pocket. The customer came by, and he tried them on, and I said he could walk around, and I put his key in my left pocket. Then he came back and bought it, and I gave him the key in my right pocket. So then when I went home that night... I pulled out his key, which did not unlock my lock, and he's walking around with my key. So hilarious!
0: Yeah, did he? Yes, hilarity. How ensued. did he get out? <laughs> Luckily, he knew the guy that I had, had his, his number, key. so I got so. called
1: him, and and it was easy. You you worry too much. I worry just enough
0: considering mm-hmm. you've had to cut things off of people and lost the keys to your own chassis that you give away. It was personally. Fun. It makes a
1: great story that we can say over and over and over. <laughs> You're welcome.
0: Personally, I have never lost, knock on wood, um, a key. Oh, there's also a dog here who thought that was a real knock. Sorry, Daenerys. Hi, Daenerys. Hey. Shh. No. She she hates talking about lost keys. Um, but I definitely had locks that, like, like for instance, the one I have currently on, they don't work anymore with the key because they're so old. Uh, in those cases, I my, my collars are all have little bits and pieces of metal that could be bent out of shape to get it off if I need to. It's very easy. Like, I wouldn't wear it anymore if, if there was no way to get it off because that's just but not safe.
1: Also, I have bolt cutters, so it's not a problem. True, true. <laughs> but
0: I, I'm answering the question. I've never had to cut <laughs> anything off. Uh, Yet. I should never, hopefully.
1: Yet. Uh, no, actually, to. the worst are metal shackles once I did put on a pair of rusted <gasps> shackles on the sub. Stop putting rusty things on. Well, I didn't know that the lock had rusted inside, wow. and so it clicked shut, and then when I went to use the key, I realized that the lock had rusted.
0: Do you, Well, how do you solve that, though? Uh, You put a little, like... uh oil inside the the lock itself i did did
1: put some oil but that actually causes it to rust more oh you're you're supposed to use a certain type of um what's it called um it's a steel lubricant okay so Um, have some steel lubricant yeah steel lubricant (laughs) um but luckily i was able to um just very carefully get the allen wrench key in there and in that instance. But you probably would have had to go to the fire department or um, police station to get those things removed.
0: Yeah, so just be careful. Although I did see, uh, I forget who it was, but somebody was doing like a vlog where it was like, Twenty-four hour lock yourself to your friend challenge, and then they actually lost the keys. And then what they did is they did go to a fire department, yeah. and they have every single type oh, of key because there because they have
1: handcuffed keys yeah. there. So you know that's that's how you. And I'm sure they get a good laugh out of it, and I'm sure that they've seen it plenty of times. It's just kind of like um, doctors and nurses have probably seen everything. Shut oh, up! I want to get a doctor in on here and
0: talk about things they've seen inside butts. Yeah. Oh, all right, next question. I feel we thoroughly unlocked Did the potential unlock of that? that question.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. good. How, oh, this comes from Daryl. How often does Mr. Christopher get to smoke cigars? And does pup Amp get jealous when Mr. Christopher smokes, uh, finds a boy to smoke cigars with? <laughs> I'll just answer the, the second you, part of that question. No. <laughs> wow. Well, no, because no, I know, I, I'm wa- not insecure walk, about my
1: relationship walk with you. Us through that, you know. No, okay.
0: come Persian. Um, <laughs> come someone Persian. else gets the smoke. I don't have to worry about it. I don't cough the next day or smell like smoke, and we're good.
1: Come Persian. That's a good one. Come we should Persian. Cum Persian. Don't you dare take it. <laughs> um, I get to smoke. So every week, I have a standing cigar date with my pig, who brings me over new cigars, and we sit and smoke for... Well, then it's a sitting date, sounds like. It is Not sitting. a standing. Ha, 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 funny today. Um, so at least once a week I smoke cigars, and then he leaves me a couple. And, you know, I, I always like to have a cigar when I have a play session. Um, sometimes when I'm chatting on Zoom with other cigar men, I'll have one. Um, I, I try not to do more than two or three a week because it does... Affect your lungs. <laughs> yeah, you and have to. Gives you that raspy, tough daddy throat. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> it, it also does cause a lot of coughing, and I can always tell when he's had a cigar because he has this one cough that's very specific in the mornings. <laughs> no, it's more of a oh, like it's got it's got a yeah, it's got an octave to it at the end. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> that's very tough. Don't give away my secrets.
0: Oh, I mean, uh, <laughs> so so tough. No, here. T- cough cough toughly <laughs> cough, t- cough toughly oh, oh. there you go you sound like donkey kong
1: <laughs> oh yeah oh. <laughs> no 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 that's the other one yeah.
0: you mean donkey kong
1: no 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 the one on um, oh you mean bowser Mario... yeah bowser they, they yeah, do yeah. <laughs> i love bowser
0: <laughs> next question this will be an interesting one this one comes from banjo Rui. Who asks, what is it with the automatic idea that DOM equals top and sub equals bottoms? As a mostly sub top, it makes me sigh a bit when folks say bottom and mean sub, etc. It's not necessary. You can be a sub that's used as a fuck toy or a DOM who wants to be used as a subby dildo. Wow, everyone's asking very similar questions. But ultimately, what is it about DOM only being top and sub only being bottom assumed? Like what what is it about that assumption? why
1: like do we are we trying to figure out the root of how that came to be i don't know it just is Hmm. i mean because i don't know it's like i don't know (laughs) i don't know how to answer that question because i don't know (laughs) how would you answer it no i i well i would start by
0: just saying like it's so it's just it's like this archaic way of organizing and what what helps people to. Or, well, don't ask me to answer the question, then take over for the answer. I hear, I hear you. Like I just thought of the okay, answer. Go, 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 go. No, no, no.
1: The, I think it's just it's about basic fucking. So they it's it's just like nuts and bolts. So if if um, in 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 procreation. Mm hmm. One is putting something in a hole, right? Mm-hmm. So they think the one that's inserting is the top and the one that's receiving is the bottom. It's just always been that way. I don't know.
0: Well, so there was actual study that, that talked about the science behind gay sex and like tops, bottoms and all that. Okay. Th- that Those roles come from a very heteronormative perspective. Right. That's what I'm saying. So if you're upset about the, the, the gender norms being forced on our sex... Blame the straights. No. Um, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. Wow. I'm just kidding. Way to drag straight people kidding. right now.
1: <laughs> um, that, that, by the way, was not what I was saying. So go after amp, not me. <laughs> drag her.
0: Well, we also have other terms like pitcher versus catcher, um, dominant and submissive. So it's just... Yeah, that's what I'm I am not surprised is. that we go there with with those terms because it does help us to identify and find partners that... that Will work with us. Um, I I also think that you can be a dominant sub or or a submissive top, but again, that's why I just say verse because I'm I'm a complex nah. being that that changes depending on who I'm having sex with or who I'm having a relationship with. So I'm not always going to be a top, but like sometimes I am. And I don't know why people laugh whenever I say that. <laughs> <laughs> me neither. Excuse me?
1: <laughs> also, can I make one point about uh, the previous question about um, if you get jealous when boys sure. come to sure, sure, sure. to smoke with me? I can say 100% absolutely not that he does because it's actually more pure relief because you don't like cigar smoke. <laughs> You're like, oh, good. Let them deal with it. <laughs> Sorry, I just thought
0: of that. No, it's fine. Um, I also found it interesting. On this study from Scientific American on tops and bottoms, this is an actual study that they did, tops are more frequently engaged in, or at least acknowledge that they are attracted to, insertive sexual behaviors in general. Mm. So not just the penis going in stuff, but other insertive sexual behaviors. Like fisting. Yeah, where bottoms are more receptive to uh, pleasure and being put things into Inserted. yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So it's it's interesting cuz it does go to uh, again what you like to do. Um so it might it might correlate with that as well. Personally, um I just think everyone's pretty versatile and we just tend to gravitate towards one or the other based on other preferences labels. that we have and what we, we like. We have labels. We Our do.
1: Society is based on labels.
0: But the uh tops were more likely than both bottoms and versatile people to reject a gay self identity a gay self identity and have had sex with a woman in the past three months.
1: Interesting. So, wait, that doesn't make sense.
0: They they are more likely to, in this scientific study, Uh tops, people that specifically talked about being a top, were more likely to reject their gay self-identity and or have had sex with a woman in the past three months. They also manifested higher internalized homophobia, Essentially, the degree of self-loathing linked their homosexual desires. So
1: every time you you wow. proclaim you're a top, you're actually being homophobic.
0: No, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm saying in this study that, that they asked these very in invasive questions. Um, that, I just that that was a <laughs> I'm a top. <laughs> that's ah. homophobia. <laughs> but <laughs> versatiles, not versatile people, versatiles uh, seem to enjoy better psychological health. Oh, that's interesting. Because they're okay with themselves and they don't mind topping or bottoming. That makes sense. That does kind of make sense, though. Hmm. Although self-labels were not associated with unprotected intercourse, tops who engaged in a greater proportion of intersect, uh, in, insertive, anal sex than other groups were also less likely to identify as gay. Oh, okay, interesting.
1: You've lost me. No.
0: Well, it's it's pretty much just talking about why we we choose these terms and what they what they can mean, not what they do mean. Science is always a Hard. science. It's never, it's 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 never 100 when you're talking about like tops, bottoms, labels like that. But it does help us kind of contextualize and talk about the topic, the topic, the top <laughs> topic. Ha ha ha! Got him. Uh, let's see. We got. Look, I think we got time for two more questions here. Oh wow! Okay.
1: What do you think? I I think we have time for two. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, terrible lotus asks, how many bones do you think Daenerys has hidden around your apartment? <laughs>
1: So those who don't know, Daenerys is the dog we watch once in a while. Uh, it's Stefan's dog. Stefan's dog. People know who Stefan is. Um, and, well, maybe not all people. The other night, I was sleeping, and I heard a rustling under the bed, <laughs> Daenerys came out with a bone she had hidden, like, probably four months ago.
0: Yeah, no, she hadn't been here in a few months. Yeah, and so... <laughs> so the fact that like, she
1: knew where it was still is very funny. It's like a chipmunk. She, she, she's got it all... I, I so thought it was hilarious. That was a very sex-related question. Okay, next. <laughs> Thank you, Terrible Lotus, for that.
0: <laughs> Let's see. This question that comes from... Ooh, interesting. Alpha Pup Tank asks, is there a stigma in the adult entertainment industry for people who are pro- probably undetectable HIV? Or are there steps taken to help protect other actors, like PrEP, for example? So the question so wait, being the, what, is so, there stigma in the adult industry for people who could be are assumed or do have HIV and how 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 do they protect other actors interesting
1: so so in order to answer that question i think you you'd have, have to, to know the person's status no, no well yes you would have to do that but you'd also have to know uh, you'd have to be specific if you're talking about the gay industry or the straight industry um because the gay industry for a long time has not had much stigma when it comes to HIV um over the AIDS epidemic they they switched to condoms and even HIV positive people um were having safe sex onset um and f- then with the advent of prep um I think it's much more commonplace now and um, I don't and we know that U equals U. Now whether that is translated over to the straight side, I don't know anymore.
0: I think that I think that there was a lot of problems. Even even when I started doing porn in in the early 2010s, um, there was still a stigma with, with HIV performers. There were still studios that did not allow you to shoot with them if you were HIV positive. Um, because there was that stigma of people that were negative, being like, "Well, I don't want to. I don't want to catch it." And this was before people even started having the conversations about U equals U, which is undetectable equals untransmittable, or talking about prep and having a non-viral load. So we've slowly but surely gotten less stigma in our communities, um, and I think in the straight communities as well. As we get more and more, uh, like actual piece piece of um what do you call it? advertising that, that isn't just the gay men talking about prep yeah. we see more advertising and, and i see it all the time on like logo or vh1 during rupaul's drag race they they talk about you know straight people bi people trans people they have all all walks of life in these prep ads or truvada ads talking about these anti anti-retroviral medicines
1: so is it perfect no has it gotten better though I think so. What's going to be interesting to me, though, is because after COVID, with having this one-year break of actually studio porn just stopped yeah, because of COVID. So, coming back now. So, studios, it's only over the last three, four, five years that they have gotten into a good pattern of testing for even not just HIV, but all STDs before sure. putting performers together. We didn't used to do that. We used to say, oh, condoms protect everything, even yeah. though they don't prevent gonorrhea or chlamydia and blowjobs and, and that kind of thing. Yeah. Um.
0: And I've been on sets like that. And the guy yeah. was like, well, I am HIV positive, but I'm on prep. And I'd
1: be like, oh, that's great. Yeah, but why didn't you just problem. say that? And he's like, yeah.
0: well, the studio didn't... Blah, blah, and I'm like, oh, my God, guys, come on. Yeah.
1: So it'll be interesting now that um COVID is... We're coming out of COVID right now, and the studios are used to testing what stigma is going to be left there because the studios will continue to test. Um, so what studios though? I think that's you know, the well, most interesting the other thing. thing. Is now now performers are shooting each other, um, and I don't see a lot of stigma around yeah. that. All um, the fansites because sites. most performers are educated about HIV and STDs. Um, But then,
0: even then, we're having communication and we're talking about it, which I think it shows that the stigma is getting less and less and that we're actually being more communicative about our statuses. And when we got tested last, like when we had the the scene the other day, um, I grabbed condoms along the way because we're not fluid... Bonded partners mm-hmm. with Christian. Yeah, that and was that was
1: a very f- interesting thing because it had it. He and he was like almost apologetic about well, Do you mind if I use a condom? Because
0: but that comes from people being so knee jerk. He I feels get, he needs to be apologetic. Right. Like, she and shouldn't.
1: I, and I'm like, no, of course you can use condoms. Who cares? Um, But uh, <laughs> it, it just it kind of it, it took me. I was like, that really? you had, yet you, had you were worried about asking asking that question. Um, but also, the what uh, another interesting thing with advent of prep was that most to get prescribed prep, you have to have a rigorous testing for all STDs um on a biannual or a quarterly basis, uh, which actually led to a lot more um testing than was going on before, and people with STDs that were passing them around were getting treated stis, stis. Um, We're getting treated, um, which was actually lowering the levels of that.
0: Well, and then looking at Corona, a lot of, and again, this comes out in one of our videos coming up, a lot of testing sites had to specifically pivot towards Corona only testing the last year, which makes sense. But that also means that we're going to see a drop in STI rates only because, not because of safer sex or less sex, only because we are not testing for it. Like yeah, the sex the sex rates were down tons. Trust me, not people were down on the sex areas for all sh- ways, shapes, and form. But the second that we get out and we get vaccinated and people start busting out and having sex, we are going to be so. I, I'm afraid, honestly. I think we're going to be underprepared for how to. Yeah, so do you remember the, ro- the Roaring Twenties? Did you just ask me if I remember the Roaring Twenties? <laughs> I do. Did you remember, did yeah. you remember the I, Roaring Twenties? Well, you know, the
1: Roaring Twenties. I, I have this prediction. This is about to become the Whoring Twenties because everyone's just going to come How about the Whoring 2020s? <laughs> okay, fine. Okay. But it doesn't have the same ring that the ro- Roaring Twenties had. And I don't think people are going to confuse the decades. <laughs> between. But if you want to call it 2020, we'll allow it. So go
0: okay well whichever you call it the whoring 20s the roaring 2020s i don't care please go get tested (laughs) and go if you are someone that uses and wants to use and wants to protect yourself with prep please go get your blood done and get ready to get back on prep remember it takes a good two weeks to get on prep properly that's
1: true because lots of people probably did stop during the pandemic because they weren't having sex with other people. yeah i did forever ago yeah and
0: and because I wasn't having sex with
1: anyone, but even then,
0: like I'm I'm gonna get back into it and make Better sure that get on that girl. I, well, I'm not in any hurry, <laughs> <laughs> and I've been using condoms and only sleeping with yeah, people that are like. getting tested. <laughs> Jesus, but that's just kind of a reminder. I think that's a good way to kind of curtail the the conversation, the questions, and today's podcast. But just saying, like, take care of yourself, whether it's mentally, physically, um, get tested. It's still important to get tested, and you can do it from the safety of your own home. Like, Let's Get Checked is still a thing that we recommend because mm-hmm. it's easy, it's safe, and it's just convenient. I don't want to go into a doctor's office right now unless I have to.
1: No, you know how many COVID tests I took through Let's Get Checked over the thing? It was like within two days you got results. It was amazing.
0: How many tests did you take? <laughs> you like, at, you asked how many tests, and then you didn't tell me. Oh, no,
1: I took like <laughs> four or five just to And they were easy. Make sure, Yeah.
0: Yeah, they were quick. They were easy. You have to be really, really careful about when you do the test because you have to be able to send it in same day. That's mm-hmm. my only caveat. But otherwise, it it was very, very convenient. Yeah. Anyway, well, I die. just have one last question for you, Daddy. Today, okay. And that's,
1: where can people find you? Uh, You can find me on Twitter at Christopher Weston and that's Christopher with a K or mrchristopher.com.
0: And you can find me everywhere at Pup Amp. This has been What's Your Safe Word, the sex education podcast. It's got a few kinks. Uh, I'm Amp. We, I'm still. We, Mr. we, we did. We didn't say that at the beginning. <laughs> yeah, we did. Did we? Yeah. Okay. Well, somebody fact checked <laughs> if we did. Um, <laughs> you can find our episodes on the YouTube's. Uh, What's the safe word? We twitch three to four times a week and play yeah, video games. over on Twitch. Play
1: video games with us. We just
0: passed seven thousand followers on Twitch.
1: Wow. I know that's growing fast. Twitch, it is. Twitch, is. twitch is getting really. Twitchy. I love Twitch. Oh what no that's a good thing right um let's make that a good thing
0: no well <laughs> and uh we will talk to you guys next time bye. bye twitchy's not a good thing i i feel oh no i've actually had conversations with people with, like i don't i don't i don't watch twitch because i find it an offensive platform offensive well and then and then i was like uh, okay i want to know more because as somebody who doesn't want to do Be any offending. harm or offend anyone <laughs> yeah i know what what is What's that offensive like, about it what and then they said well the, the, the name of the, t- the site is Twitch. And as an educator who works with people that might have uh, disabilities, I just find it offensive. And I was kind of uh, like, hmm, okay. So I like see. at what point do we petition Twitch to change its name after
1: it's branded and it has this... So you, the, now you want Twitch to switch?
0: No, I don't want to Twitch to switch. <laughs> I'm not saying Twitch has to switch. But I, I'm just saying that I hear the criticism that's happening there and then i was a uh, and then and then i was like but wait you're not going to watch this just because of the name of the site? he's like nope i'm not going to watch He was like okay well i'm just gonna have to be okay with that because that is your experience and i'm not gonna i i'm not i'm not
1: trying to trigger you <laughs> twitch <laughs>
0: say good boy good
1: boy yeah